Fuck these fuck niggas forever and ever and ever for all the shit you put me through. You want this shot? Y'all niggas corny. I know it. Y'all all can kiss my ass. Fuck these niggas for stressing me. And welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. I'm reporting live from Not the Ghetto. This is Doyen with a computer. <laughs> we are so glad that you are back from the ghetto. <laughs> I, I am enjoying it here. This is a great place to be. Um, I also, one of the girls I follow on Twitter, I think her name is, not Twitter, TikTok, Janet Reyes. Uh-huh. And she's like a, like a tv spokesperson or whatever yeah. so she uses her tv spokesperson voice with her husband yeah. at home and she's like can you get out of my face they uh <laughs> they are both anchors and um have you have you watched do you have you watched a lot of her or are you new to her um i watched probably like four or five of them so they're both anchors and they both used to make videos together doing their mm-hmm. anchor voices but they used to live in separate cities. Well, now he has a mm-hmm. job where he's in the same city with her. So they work for competing stations. So the station stopped Ooh, them from spicy. making videos <laughs> together like that. Isn't that crazy? Right. They considered it competition. They both are morning anchors for their stations and they're mm-hmm. in, uh, two competi- competing, competing stations. So yeah, they are beautiful. Aren't they beautiful? And their home is beautiful. They were it so is. funny when they were doing it together because he does the anchor <laughs> voice too, and they were so yeah. funny when they were doing it together. But yeah, I I think I think some of, I don't know if they made her take down the old videos or not. But when you get a chance, scroll yeah. back and see them. They're cute. Yeah, she would just roll home with like her anchor voice, yeah. <laughs> and he'd be like, "Girl, what are you doing?" <laughs> Um, I think um, one time she like went through a fast food restaurant drive through with her anchor voice. That was funny too. <laughs> that was funny. Um, what else been going on with you? What you drinking? Um, so yesterday with my sisters, <laughs> we had like a cooking session on WhatsApp video chat. Okay. Because we are a uh, family divided when it comes to Androids and iPhones. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Listen, I hate getting texts from my mama. When that when that when that green <laughs> bubble pop up, I roll my eyes every Listen, time. This is why we're on WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> Even though they're being sketchy with our data. But so I gave them this recipe and it was like whole 30 friendly mango chicken with cauliflower rice. Two of my sisters were like, that's cool. We're doing real rice. Um I did mango cauliflower. Or I did cauliflower rice. But it was like, it's funny because like three of us did the recipe, but none of us actually followed the recipe. <laughs> so we all gave our own like. Wait, I thought you said so, four. It was four. So D- 
my little sister, sorry, you can bleep her name out. My little sister, she just cooked what she had. Oh, because you were like, three of us followed the recipe. I'm like, you were like, yeah. three of us did it, but none of us followed the recipe. I was yeah. like, wait, you said four. So yeah. she just cooked yeah, whatever. Okay. Us, but my youngest sister just cooked what she I had. I like her style. Yeah. Your line sister, my sister was like, um, I'm make this curry. Uh, and she didn't really want sweet, so she didn't really do as much like mango juice. She did more like coconut cream. Okay. And so she made a curry with spinach. My other sister kind of did it, but then I, like I said, she kind of still made it. I think she added some more stuff. Plus she was feeding more than herself. Okay. So hers was like a little bit more saucier than mine. Mine wasn't that saucy, but I added coconut milk to the cauliflower rice because at first it just sound, smelled sad and cauliflower <laughs> So I just needed to, like, you know. It's still, like, I ate it, and 30 minutes later, I was like, I'm still hungry. Cauliflower and is then, sad. <laughs> cauliflower rice is cauliflower rice. And then the, um, the, like, the fire alarm went off. And I was like, well, I need to go get McDonald's. So yeah. <laughs> uh, me and Jay went to go get McDonald's. And then when we got back, I was like, hey, I just want you to know that I did not set off the fire alarm <laughs> <laughs> for McDonald's to happen. It was just, I wanted McDonald's and the fire alarm was off. So, <laughs> hey, whichever way. Yeah, so. That was a, a fun cooking experience with my sisters, um, and we have more planned for the year. <laughs> that and sounds it's just fun. interesting because it's like we literally saw the recipe and we we're like, this is cool. Like, because some of the recipe, I was just like, please remember this is a Caucasian recipe. So yes. Feel free to yes. add um, more seasoning than a set. <laughs> yes. Because it'd be like half a teaspoon of salt and pepper. I'm like, for what? <laughs> always say half a teaspoon of salt and pepper for and, a whole piece of and chicken and why <laughs> why is it that salt and pepper are the only spices you know come on <laughs> sometimes they like paprika which tastes like nothing <laughs> oh but smoked paprika to me does have a woody flavor i'm sorry it does it does i i got nothing <laughs> I just do it for the color. For color. The razzle-dazzle. <laughs> <laughs> on the high-end paprika. On the low-end red. <laughs> okay. Okay. I forgot his name, but okay. <laughs> yeah, so that was uh, an exciting thing that gave me joy this past weekend. I uh, was just spending time with my sisters and cooking together in uh, <coughs> four different households. That's fun. <laughs> That's fun. What are you drinking? What oh. I am drinking. Yeah. Um, so at the grocery store, I saw a bag of blood oranges. I'm like, ooh, mm. those are good for cocktails. <laughs> I don't know if anybody actually eats blood oranges. I do. But, oh, I just get it for cocktails. <laughs> so mine is, a again, I saw the recipe, and then I was like, I'll do what I want. So mine is a blood orange bourbon sour. And... Um, I didn't add all the ingredients. I just used like the sweet and sour mix with it. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. So And I, I had another version of it, but I drank it all waiting. 
<laughs> it's like, this is just my last cup of it. <laughs> well, I am drinking bourbon tonight as well. And <laughs> as y'all know, like when I don't know what I want to drink for the show, I'll just take whatever liquor I have, Google bourbon cocktails and see what comes up. So I literally saw bourbon and root beer and I said, that is what I'm drinking tonight. So I'm drinking a bourbon and root beer and it is really good. Um, I normally like, like if it's just going to be a simple two ingredient thing, I typically like bourbon and Coke and bourbon and um, apple juice. But this is good. And I love root beer, so it can't go wrong. I have mixed feelings about root beer, but I'd be willing to try that. Um, also, yesterday, I did make uh, a doyen Rita mm. with blood orange mm. juice. That sounds so good. <laughs> that was a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> fun time for all. Right. Um, it was enjoyable. Speaking of these recipes with you all cooking, so remember last week we talked about different food service boxes and we came to that box gobble and I was saying mm-hmm. something is suspicious here because they're just saying it's $36. So I looked it up and yeah, that was promotional. I think it's only the first, maybe first two boxes. After that, mm-hmm. the smallest package is like over 70 bucks a week. Oh girl, Right. Girl. I was like, something about this doesn't sound right because it was they've chopped everything up for you the packaging at least in the article looked beautiful i'm like "Mm -mm, something don't sound right 36 that's it yeah Mm -hmm. and that's for the smallest package Mm. yeah i did sign up for my every my first one's coming this they sent me a a notice that you used your coupon (laughs) (laughs) so we'll see how this goes uh and i i picked the meals for my second one because i was like it's like what thirty six dollars for like three meals, yeah. and I'm like, that's not bad. Yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, it's goes. very also price wise, it's very close to dinnerly. Yeah, uh, so I wanted to give you this garlic grinder for your birthday, but it's like sold out on Amazon, and I think it's because TikTok, all these TikTok cooks have been talking about it, and I feel like everybody bought it. It's the rolling one. Mm-hmm. I have it already. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I was just like, everybody needs to have that. I have it already. <laughs> okay, that makes me feel better. Because I was looking for it for your birthday, and I was like, uh, it's sold out. I actually haven't used it in a while. Um, but yeah, I have it already. <laughs> okay, that makes me feel better. <laughs> See, we think alike. <laughs> um, <laughs> but as far as what's bringing me joy, so I've done what I always do when real life just gets to be a little bit much, I retreat into fantasy. So I have Mm -hmm. been, and also I do things that I'm already familiar with. So I've been Mm -hmm. rewatching A Discovery of Witches. The new season is coming out, but (sighs) this is what I don't like. Do not give me a show. Make me fall in love with it. Then when you bring it back for the second season, decide that it is exclusively going to only be on your streaming service, which you have to pay for separately from TV. Which service is it on? Um, Sunday, it's Sundance or it's AMC Plus. Mm. So it's not on, it's 
the the show is a BBC show. It's a BBC original, mm-hmm. but they'll show it on AMC, Sundance, and Shutter, and all three of the it's because I tried to like do just the regular AMC app through my provider, mm-hmm. and it was like, no, girl, we're not going to show you this. You got to get the plus. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So I'm really pissed about that, but that's okay. Cause we gonna fire stick it out. So <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and let you know that I sold my book to half price books because I was like, I'm not gonna read that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was a big ass book and I couldn't. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so yeah, I've been doing that. I've been uh of course, um so WandaVision is amazing and oh my god (laughs) and so here's one thing that kept happening with WandaVision and some of you all can probably relate so as I mentioned before like I'm not a newbie but I'm not very savvy to the MCU and I know very little about the comic books Mm -hmm. so I kept noticing things that I knew had to be important because of prominence and because of frequency, but I had no idea what it meant. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, our good sis Devin, she is my resident comic book specialist. So she helped <laughs> me out on a lot of things. And yeah, I'm just so excited. Um, uh, Devin, Shayla, and I were tossing around some theories. Um, and I'm just so excited. I've been watching a lot of YouTube things. Um, Jay is trying to make. He keeps trying to make me watch Age Avengers. Age of Age Ultron. Of Ultron. Yeah. And I keep falling asleep during it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I do love that. Like it really does require you to know more yeah. about the Marvel universe yeah. than you ever had before. Um, and see, most of those yeah. movies I've seen because. Devin made me watch them, but yeah. I only saw them once, so I didn't even pick up on stuff. Like one thing was the Hydra, and I and yeah. and um and Devin was like, I didn't catch it at first. I was like, I I saw it, and I knew it had to be important because yeah. they kept focusing on Hydra, but I have no idea what it means. And she's like, right. Girl, that's the group that had Bucky, and I was like, Oh, Bucky, fine. <laughs> she was like, That's when Winter so not what I thought. <laughs> like that's from winter soldier and winter soldier is like her favorite so i was like oh so i've been going back and rewatching. yeah all right you know i am a diehard iron hair man person so i'm like fuck bucky <laughs> winter soldier <laughs> um, but he was brainwashed also, it wasn't his fault yeah but also i'm watching the bits of age of ultron i've seen i do see this the tie, the strong tie between Vision and Iron Man. Yeah. And like if you look at like what Vision looks like now, it's very strongly tied with Iron Man. So <laughs> I, you know, I love it. Yeah. It's been great. So yeah, that's basically what I've been doing is just um going into fantasy mode and like I said, watching um old Marvel movies. Well, not necessarily old movies, they just movies. Um, <laughs> you know, I had to toss a little Harry Potter in there. Just just things that make me happy. Um 
I love fantasy. <laughs> when real yeah. when real life is the pits, fantasy will do the trick. Um, so yeah, that's Yeah, and I mean, I've been rewatching Harry Potter and I'm just like I'm in this imaginative space as a human right now. So WandaVision is it. I love it. It's so far from like the recent trauma of other right. um you know MCU movies. <laughs> oh, and guess and- what, Doyen? How about I had no idea that girl was the Olsen twin sister? I had no idea. Which girl? Wanda. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, she's the Olsen twins' sister. Oh, I didn't realize that. I, you you know me when I'm watching something, I got to use my IMDb. <laughs> and I saw her last name was Olsen, and I was like, wait a minute. And I Googled it, and she's their sister. Like, who knew? <laughs> I love like Geraldine's presence, mm. but it's also confusing to me, like just for that city and like the uh, diversity they have. So they have Geraldine, they have what's the other black guy, Hubert, mm-hmm. Herbie. Herbie, I don't know, Herbie, and then there's like an Asian person. <laughs> it's just so weird, like especially for the times <laughs> they are in. Okay, it's so weird let me than, like people of other races. Let me let me are, like, let me clarify something the time mm-hmm. is probably about 2023 so what we're seeing is not the real time that it's in it's in 2023 oh. got it okay so okay, you and i sense. are gonna have a deep talk about this after the show and yes. i'm gonna blow your mind my calendar is up to date to schedule a time <laughs> <laughs> as we say at work <laughs> uh, one other thing that made me super happy have you seen the new Ivy Park ads? No, because I'm not trying to get Beyonce. My money. Listen, Beyonce <laughs> said you finna get this icy park, okay? I heard. And then who she got in the campaign? Gucci Mane, and he looks so good. <laughs> oh. I said, "Come on, Gucci, come on!" It's him and um Haley Bieber. She looks nice too, but um. Gucci looks so good in that white. I was like, come on, Beyonce. Because I wanted so bad for them to do um for for him to do a remake of his song Lemonade with Beyonce on it after Beyonce did Lemonade. <laughs> so mm-hmm. this is like catering to my <laughs> desires to see them work together. <laughs> Funny enough, like, because you know I'm in the Beehive Clubhouse. I don't really tune into most of the stuff they have, but they did say Icy Park. But I was busy with something else. I didn't listen, and I didn't watch. But um, girl, I'm sure all of the Beyonce stan accounts that I follow are going to repost eventually, and I'll see it. <laughs> I mean, the only thing it's missing is Sweetie. Sweetie should have been in the ad as well. But listen, I trust. You mean Sweetie? Sweetie, yes. But okay. I trust <laughs> Beyonce's vision. And once mm-hmm. again, Gucci looks so good in all that white. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm also mad at his wife for her snapback. Like, well, he didn't have to do it like that. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not surgery shaming anyone, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I last personal note, and then we can move on. I have started to try to figure out if I truly want a kid. 
because I'm like, I really enjoy my life without a kid right now. Do I want to <laughs> add the financial strain of a child? <laughs> Not even the physical strain, yeah. because I'm like, I feel like I want a surrogate, because like, why should I be pregnant? And that was part of like, one thing I enjoyed about WandaVision, I was like, if I can't be pregnant for two days, I'd be fine with that. <laughs> Listen, but you expect me to be pregnant for a whole nine months? I don't know about all that. That baby got here fast. <laughs> Those babies got here fast. Right. <laughs> right. I'm just like, well, if you can get me pregnant for two days, maybe. I, will I will say this. <laughs> if you put like a lot of thought into having a baby, I think yeah. um, you'll never you'll do never it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like with me and a puppy. <laughs> Yeah, it's like me and a dog. Like, I have a dog because I put a day and a half of thought in it. <laughs> and if I would have thought about it longer, I wouldn't have one. Like, I thought about having a hedgehog and then I had a hedgehog. Out cancer uh-uh, they too, mo- they too wrote it like I, I would have to never come over ever. No. It's just, they just, they get sick, they get cancer a lot, their eyeballs pop out. Oh, God. And that's how I talk myself out of having a hedgehog. And again, I was completely impulsive with a dog. You know, at one time I was wanting a Great Dane until I read about how they have so many heart troubles and things. And I was like, yeah, I can't deal with that. I would be sad. They said small dogs live a long time. So we'll see how it goes with her. (laughs) But yeah, like even before I was like, oh, I don't want a dog because manufactured heartbreak. And then you know what I did? (laughs) I went and manufactured my own damn heartbreak. We always do it to ourselves. You know, poor life decisions. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to move along to our current events. My apologies. We were supposed to talk about this last week and I forgot. So here we go. Little Bow Wow draws packed crowd in Houston, which is basically a COVID nightmare because nobody wore masks. And I'm like, who? Who is risking coronavirus? Go see Little Bow Wow. Who is risking their life for fresh as I'm is? That's all we want to know. Yeah. Somebody said I thought about it and I've decided I'm not willing to die for Batwell. And I'm like, yes. (laughs) I too am not willing to die for him anymore. Now, when I was younger, maybe. But not now. (laughs) So, I felt like um, what is wrong with these people. And I assumed it was just covid fatigue people wanting to get mm-hmm. out and do something but mm-hmm. um i heard somewhere else that it was actually like it wasn't it was it was actually other artists there who those people probably came to see and bow wow just happened to be there but he made it all about him and it's like mm-hmm. bruh yeah Meek Mill and J. Prince Jr. Were like, there. people came to see Meek Mill. Let's keep it real. It, again, first of all, Meek Mill is too loud. I don't ever want to see him <laughs> in concert. You ready? I need to be somewhere where I can turn him down when I hear him. <laughs> I used to grind like this to shine like this. <laughs> uh, you're at Meek Mill level. I need you to bring it down. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, so I'm just like, I, even once we get past, like, this herd immunity with the vaccine and everything, it's going to take a minute for me to go somewhere with a lot of people without a mask. 
Oh. I just already know that it's going to take a minute. I will see y'all in 2024. <laughs> well, you also know that like California has a new strain separate from the separate from the re the second version. What I'm going to say the COVID British 20. Strain. It's yeah. it's separate from that because of course. And California mm-hmm. decided to open back up with their mm-hmm. new super strain. So yeah, we're going to be dealing with this for a while. To some extent, I've heard that Moderna has weathered some new strains. But yeah, it's just weird to me that like these new strains keep traveling. Well, and I, <laughs> I'm i not surprised at the new strains because, again, I hate to compare this to the flu, but that's what happens. Every year, yeah. it's a different one. So I wasn't surprised mm-hmm. that it was something new at all. You have to take yeah. your a flu shot every year because it's a different shot for a different strain. So I wasn't surprised. Um, yeah. I just, I think what makes it hard is that we don't already have it under control. Like it would be different, like the flu. We already have that under control, so it doesn't feel mm-hmm. as pressing. You know, the next year when yeah. there's a new flu. But um, yeah, it was just crazy to me how someone thought it was okay to open back up. But you know, some of us down here in the south they never close. So <laughs> this is true. <laughs> You know, California is a different beast. You know, at least they close. Yeah. <laughs> we, we close. Um, I sent you the picture <laughs> of Gucci. You can't tell me he don't look good in that white. <laughs> in the icy Gucci park. <laughs> I just, he's just been delicious ever since he lost that weight. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Quiet as he's kept. Gucci was handsome before the weight. He just was gross. <laughs> He was just gross looking. <laughs> but, uh, and that's just the, the I, I knew where to go find that picture, but there's another one that's like a, a, um, a boomerang. And it, I like it because mm-hmm. he smiles like wide and you see all this teeth. With all his damn teeth. All of them teeth. <laughs> <laughs> she has so many damn teeth. <laughs> Too many. Alrighty, so next up, uh, the baby in 42 Doug offered to help pay bail for woman accused of shooting her teen brother's suspected killer. Um, I just wanted to share this because a lot of times we have negative news about the baby, but sometimes he does get it, even though he's hurt his book. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my the my baby propaganda. <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I actually had never heard this story. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I I think her uh, her bail, um, was ridiculously high. I you know, the mm-hmm. cost of being black, and so yeah, I'm glad that mm-hmm. he and um the other guy I don't know who he is. I'm glad that they came together and said, hey, we're gonna, you know, help with this. Um, can you transfer this? Um quote for me he said i got the twenty thousand. if they could get her out on 10 percent, tell her people get with me can i what can you translate that <laughs> i don't know what else you want me to say i don't understand what does it mean <laughs> so when you get it when you when they set your bail you don't have to pay the yeah. whole thing to get out you just have to pay 10 percent. but when you don't oh. but when you ain't got nothing 10% yeah. of, I think it was 200,000, 200, yeah, yeah. 10%, $20,000 is still a lot, you know? Ah, okay, yeah. cool. 
you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So the next post, really, the key was that um, I didn't know that Cory Booker was still Girl, allegedly dating Rosie Arreo Dawson. <laughs> I, I, uh, it seems like I remember them putting out a statement about separating. Now, I just feel like I remember that. <laughs> Maybe I made it up. He drafts it. But uh, apparently, he added a little shade to his inauguration day post, which is better than the shade that I tried to add because I was like, y'all dress warm. It's never getting 45 degrees. And my friends were like, oh, it's going to be that cold. I'm like, no, sorry. I wasn't supposed to put degrees. <laughs> I was supposed to put negative 45. But he did post a picture of him and Rosario, and they're still pretending to be together. I listen. <laughs> listen, I let them... <laughs> You know what? I I am. Do you know who Al Reynolds is? Uh, He's the one who married Star Jones a long time ago. Okay, never mind. But anyway, the point is, I'm going to believe whatever you tell me. So regardless of what I think, I'm going to believe whatever you tell me. And I just want you to know that when you get ready to come out, I'm here to support you. But I will believe whatever you tell me. Whatever you want me to, to think, that's what I'm going to think. Oh, I just Googled him and he came out as bisexual. <laughs> Who? Al Reynolds. Oh, no, that's not true. No. He, he, well, he's in... U.S. Weekly. Us. Is it Us Weekly or U.S.? You know, Weekly? I have no idea. He He's still <laughs> he's still holding on to saying that he's straight. Like, but, but, okay. but we all know he's not. Like, but I, but hey, whatever you want to tell me, that is right. what I'm going to believe. I guess I'll accept it. <laughs> okay, so next up, uh, this also uh, touches me in my soul because I'm not fully sure if I want to have children. So <laughs> Michelle Williams checked the fan for pressuring her to have kids. So I think she posted something. Uh, just being goofy and somebody was like michelle i love you but you need some children you're too bored and michelle got her together mm-hmm. or whoever they were mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like you're an idiot it, the thing about it is especially as black women um there's a lot of issues that a lot of doctors don't check for so like especially with black women we have issues with like fibroids and other health issues that makes it hard to have children especially in a advanced age and so michelle was like no what's uncalled for is you telling a woman that she needs to have children mm-hmm. what if that woman can't have children mm-hmm. what if that woman doesn't want children mm-hmm. watch your mouth and fingers don't you ever let that come out of your mouth or your fingers on a section comment section again to anybody i would have ignored but too many people need to stay out of a woman's uterus That's right. now scram and be blessed because you know she she holy <laughs> Because I would have said a lot more stuff than that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, especially, you know, growing up as we have, there's so many people who worried about our uteri. And <laughs> what I really liked, though, was how that person responded to her. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it was a man or a woman. I'm, I just said he, but he yeah. was like, I am so sorry. I didn't think of it like that and I will never do that again and Mm -hmm. 
that's what I'm saying. Think before you open your mouth because mm-hmm. I've ignored people saying shit like that to me so much, mainly because I know these people mean no harm. Mm-hmm. But watch what the fuck you say. Right. I mean, that's all. Watch what you say. Yeah, yeah it's just... I think now that I'm really thinking of it as a 30-something woman, I'm like, do I really want it or was it something that I was always told I should want? And so, like, that's not to say that I don't want a child, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm going to be okay as a human if I don't ever have a child. (laughs) You know, like, and so that is a moment, like, it's a moment of growth and clarity for myself. And so, like, there's so, so, so many people, you know, in in the Black world and Black family, they force their desires on you. And it's like, you're paying for this child. You're not paying my medical bills. You're not going to pay for diapers. (laughs) You might get me a diaper cake, but you're not going to be paying for 18 years of this child. And so... And especially for, like, a random fan to be like, you need to have a child. Girl, <laughs> boy, I don't know what you are, but uh, go sit down somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So the next post was really tough because I know in the past I've always talked about Soldier Boy is the gem of Mississippi. But I'm also willing to call a potential predator out for being a potential predator. Mm-hmm. So... Soldier Boy was sued by his former personal assistant for sexual battery and assault. And so, started off, he was like, oh, I'm paying $500 a week. Which? My personal assistant. Right, $500 a week is not it. But, um, but that grew into things like she was expected to cook, clean, style his hair, and be available 20 hours per day. There's 24 hours in a day, and you got me for eight. <laughs> and not that much for $500. <laughs> right. And for seven days a week. Mm-mm. So, less than a month into her job, she allegedly started receiving unsolicited pictures of his penis. And then they started a relationship, but it turned violent just as quickly. Um, in late January 2019, he kicked body, allegedly kicked body slammed and punched her due to what she attributes attributes to his jealousy and uncontrolled rage. She claimed he would become enraged over comments on her Instagram or whenever her phone rang. She recalled what instance when he told her, I should have killed you after subjecting her to violence. And so more of all of this goes on. She claimed she was attacked in August 2020 so viciously that she thought she was going to die. When she awoke from her unconsciousness on the grass outside of his home, she fled without her belongings. And before then, she had tried to leave, and he would lock her into a room without a mattress, food, or water for like three days until he coerced her into not leaving. Um, he's also being sued for damages because he actually failed her to pay her that whole $500 a week. <laughs> um... And I, for for some reason, this sounds really familiar. I don't know. She, I don't know. I don't know why this sounds familiar, but I do know that I felt kind of like you, like, because I'm always jumping to his defense. And then it's like, mm-hmm. then you do something like this. 
mm-hmm. allegedly. But still, yeah. you know, um, it's not a good look for Soldier Boy. So, yeah, I yeah, for some reason I don't because he's been sued multiple times for um, allegedly assaulting women and other violent things that I'm like, mm, I don't put it past him. But um, so I I was just like because I do praise him so much on the podcast also had to speak about things that are negative about him and I kind of balanced this for a while and I was like I don't want to like be too negative on the podcast but I still feel like we should speak to it you know because we have speak spoke positively about him in the past so you know balance okay (laughs) and so the last one uh (laughs) is about our Florida man and it's a same a cowboy ride a horse. <laughs> so a Florida man was accused of trying to steal horses and ride them home, the deputies say. <laughs> and so he tried he um I feel like several Go ahead. <laughs> he opened several horse towns stalls and then he took some home. I feel like Peter should <laughs> pay his bail because he was setting horses free who were in captivity mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm sick of PETA they get on my fucking nerves and they should pay his bail do some good do some yeah. good the horses were valued at like 20,000 8,000 each but his bond is just 15,000 so well, I PETA mean, could do that they can do that they can do that yeah. go get him out on the Lake County Sheriff's Facebook page, a post about him concluded with the hashtags hashtag wanna be a cowboy, hashtag busted, hashtag don't drink and try to ride a hose, because they can't spell, and hashtag especially beer back. <laughs> also, I don't need my sheriff's department hashtagging. Okay. Like, right. post the mugshot like if you friendly. must, but we right. don't need. I, we don't need you trying to you're not a creator <laughs> yeah. you're not an influencer girl they're all over my uh, next door at Tomboy hashtag Wednesday to catch Wednesday <laughs> it will definitely like you know like a, maybe Wednesdays they'll post videos of people committing crimes and stuff like that I'm like oh first of all this is seems unnecessary for my next story. I but. mean, I had to take the no turn the notifications off because they were just losing their goddamn mind. I have been way too um involved in like people losing their cats. Cuz I'm like, why are you I mean, listen. <laughs> Shit. Like every now and again, I see someone using the next door app in a way that I deem <laughs> useful. <laughs> Like um, the other day, this lady got a package delivered to her house that came to the wrong address. Like, I Mm -hmm. thought that was useful. Plenty of times they do things useful. Not plenty of times. Sometimes. Most of the time, they're talking about goddamn cats. And I just don't care. I'm like, I be going back in there. I'm like, did Lauren get her cat back? (laughs) (laughs) And I be like, I wish Lauren shut the fuck up about her cat. (laughs) And other people's cats. There was like one, she lost her cat in September and she got her cat in January. I was like, oh, <laughs> such a great story. And you know what? I probably like missing pets. 
that's not uh, that's fine like i think mm-hmm. that that's an appropriate place to say hey i lost my cat i lost my dog blah blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. but the way they get on there and complain <laughs> yeah about a cat Every side either was they'd be like uh there is a a black gentleman that was following me oh, the God. other day and i'm like bitch oh, <laughs> But, you know, it's not only, like, gentlemen's. It's weird because, like, there's an apartment across the lake from me. And I had thought about moving there, but I decided their apartments was kind of, like, out of the price range I was willing to pay. And they're always talking about people rolling up on them in the parking garage. And I'm like, I'm glad I didn't stay there. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, you know what? I'm okay. That's fine. Y'all seem to be constantly broken in and I don't want that. <laughs> I don't need that. Yeah. So it was confirmation. It's petty confirmation, but it's confirmation that I shouldn't live there. Alrighty. So let's take a really quick break and listen to our sponsors and we'll be right back. Alright. And we are back and it's time for us to move right along to our someone something. Someone, something. <laughs> All right. So, I don't know. I think I saw this on the Because of Them We Can Instagram. And um, good sis Nia Dennis. She goes to UCLA. She's a gymnastics aficionado. And she was doing her latest for routine with just black excellence <laughs> so like she did a lot of like Kendrick Lamar and some other black artists and uh included people such as Beyonce, Tupac, Missy Elliott, Soldier Boy, Meg The Stallion and she is freaking amazing and so I just wanted to honor her because her floor routine was every damn thing. She has been all over my timeline and every time I see it <laughs> I stop and watch the whole thing um, she actually was who I had f- first to um, say who brought me joy this week. But then when I saw you had her down for the someone something, I was like, okay, well, we'll talk about mm-hmm. it then. But yeah, she's yeah. amazing. And every time I, every time I see it, I watch it at least three, four times. And I mean, I yeah. cannot go to, I cannot go to my Instagram or my Twitter and not see her. She's all over the place in my timeline. Yeah. Yeah. It was the first routine I saw her with. I watched it like four or five times because I was just like, okay, you, you get it. Get it, sis. Receive it. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, here it is. I love it. And I'm <laughs> going to accept all of it. So uh, she is freaking amazing. And uh, just go look her up on Twitter or the Instagram and watch her because she is amazing. So, we're going to move along to our poor life decision. Poor life decision. <laughs> so, we're going to talk about upgrading our habits. Um, and we're going to talk about lists because I love lists. Um, I know with the beginning of the year, we always think about our habits. Or typically in a normal year, we think about our habits and how to improve them. I know this year really truly feels more like more of the same but we're going to talk about how to um 
improve our lives. I think last year we did take a break from like truly trying to improve our lives. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's time to like refocus because eventually we're going to have to go outside and we need to seem like a normal human being. So, um, this article is actually written by Jensen Sanro, who wrote, um, the famous book. And I would remember it if I hadn't been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't remember. Anyways, so she started off with saying, a friend of mine recently called my attention to a habit I didn't even know I had. Apparently, after I drink something particularly satisfying, I followed up with a lip smack and ah, which I don't like. And I, I feel like if you're my friend, please don't make noises when you eat or drink things that you like. <laughs> but. She said, I'm sure that my audible celebration of a sip well taken started out as a joke, but because I did it so often, my dramatic drinking became a habit that, to my amused horror, I now realize I do when I'm alone. We're all riddled with habits. Habits we're aware of and habits we're oblivious to. Habits we love and habits we hate. Habits we love-hate and habits that just kind of are what they are. Here I go, putting on underpants again. I don't think very many of us spend a lot of time thinking about the habits we do or don't have. But as you prepare to create a new habit, taking stock of what you already have going on is beneficial because it is inspiring to realize how many excellent habits you have. But it also helps you to become aware of your not-so-great habits and, and enables you to change it. It's always nice to take time to get to know yourself better. And you can pick up useful tricks and identify avoidable obstacles by studying your existing habits, which will come in handy when you create a future one. The third one um, is always interesting to me because I saw something on Instagram and it was like, who you think you are is solely who you think you are mm -hmm. and so like other people see you and they think there's a different you mm -hmm. and it really fucked with my brain because i was like why can't y'all think of me as a great human that i think i am <laughs> 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 and it's just like it's just a weird notion that like literally who you think you are is the only instance of who you are compared to what other people think you are so i've never anyway. thought of it from that perspective but <laughs> I have always said it is none of my business what other people think of me I am not interested in knowing um and it's not my business so I recognize that people <laughs> that who I think I am is probably not the same person you think I am but also keep it to yourself <laughs> yeah I guess I'm way too worried I have like a external sense of who I am so I'm way too worried about who other people think I am compared to who I think I am. Yeah. It's um, stressful, because I know how I want to be perceived. And I mm -hmm. think basically where that came from me saying it's none of my business. It's just that I don't need you to interrupt the way that I feel I'm being perceived. So <laughs> uh, it's none of my business. What you think about me? Keep it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So, before you dive into a new habit, let us get to know your existing habits. Um, in order to familiar yourself, familiarize yourself with your habits, please get your notebook and make three lists. 
Five good habits that you seem to have always had, behaviors that you don't consciously remember creating, but they are very much a part of your identity. Five habits that you've intentionally and successfully created and or quit, and five habit upgrades that you'd love to make. At first, you may have trouble coming up with stuff for your list, but stick with it, and I promise you, the longer you sit there and think, the more ideas will pop into your head. So, for her, five good habits that she'd always had was being tidy, being quick and consistent with her pleases and thank yous, encouraging others, being grateful, stopping to smell all the flowers in their path. For me, I feel like five good habits I've always had is I do always think about others <laughs> and how, like, you know, I try to think about just not just not my perspective about things, but I think about everybody else's perspective to be the most diplomatic. I am not tidy. <laughs> I will tell you now. Um, but that that is one of the habits that I can very quickly pull from my head. Is there a, a good habit that you've always had? Um, yeah, kind of to the same thing that you were saying is that um, I just kind of instinctively always try to see things from the other person's point of view, whether I agree with them or not. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I just, yeah. Um, other smaller habits, um, that's probably, I don't know. You know, you know what's a habit? <laughs> Speaking to people is a habit. And I'll tell you why. Mm. Because I don't like to speak to people. And it has nothing to do with whether I like you or not. I am just, I don't like speaking. I don't know why. I just don't like it. But I was made to do it so much as a child that I speak to people now when I make eye contact with them by mm -hmm. habit. And several times I have caught myself speaking to somebody I don't like. Somebody that I didn't mean to speak to, but it's just such a habit. So it's mm -hmm. like, that is, that is a habit that I have. It's just like, hey, how you doing? And, just, and I don't even mean it. That's a good habit that I've had that has been thwarted by this pandemic is I smile at people. Like, I may not speak, but, like, my face busily, visibly responds to people. Mm -hmm. And so wearing a mask is really hard for me because, like, usually I might not say anything to you, but I'm going to smile at you. Like, I'm happy to see you with my face. And now people can't see that. So now I have to be nicer or more intentionally nicer than I have had to be in the past. Yeah. <laughs> and another good habit that I would say that you have is you actually make your bed. Yes. <laughs> and it legit is a habit. <laughs> mm -hmm. I've never seen a point in it. It just doesn't matter to me. Anyways. So, uh, next one. Five intentionally created or ditched habits. So, out of like me usually like smiling at people and um expecting them to see it but not have a mask i am like actively creating a habit of actually speaking to people and be like hey how are you doing mostly black people Ugh, who am i kidding <laughs> <laughs> or like you know people in my neighborhood uh today the weather is really good so i walked roxy and so every person i passed by i was like hey how are you you know because you know it felt good to be happy and cheery with people. Um, 
ditched habits. I actually, for very, maybe like three, four years, I had stopped biting my nails. Hmm. And that was good. And then everything just <laughs> died back in this pandemic. And I wasn't really doing anything with my nails. And so I started biting my nails again. So You know what? <laughs> Same. Same. Um, but I started back biting my nails before the pandemic. Um it's it's just a it's a nervous habit and um mm-hmm. but i had stopped for some years i still kept my nails relatively short i just filed them down because i like them short i like mm-hmm. my real nails short if i'm gonna have long nails and i'd rather they be you know jail nails or something but anyway um mm-hmm. yeah same i had stopped biting my nails and then i started back um mm-hmm. one thing that i think the author mentioned was hydrating in the morning was one that she mm-hmm. added intentionally that is one that I have intentionally added as well because I would get up in the morning and if there's like some medicine or something a pill or something I need to take in the morning I just get a swig of water just to take that but now I have purposely started drinking my um warm lemon water and then after that drinking a full cup of water Mm -hmm. yeah and it does make you feel a lot better Get your organs moving. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to intentionally drink more water. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then lastly was the one that she mentioned, being more intentionally in tune and available. Um, not just trying to be in tune by emotion, own emotions, but like figuring out the people who I really care about in my life and how I can be in tune with them. So mm-hmm. trying to create that habit of be like, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. And it does, you don't have to tell me you're fine, but I just want to know how you are and how I can help you mm-hmm. in the moment. So. And then five habit, habit upgrades I'd love to make. I love that, again, all of these things are five. So we have a lot of upgrades we need to make, but let's start with five. I'm going to start with three. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one. It doesn't matter. Um... But, you know, she talks about slowing down, which I think the pandemic has really forced us to slow down in life and not be as, like, active with things. She says become a more active activist, which, again, she's a white woman. And so I feel like I have been intentional in, like, not having to. I don't want to always educate people about what to do about black Yeah right yeah. like i'm like yeah. you know i'm like here here's google you could go look there but i'm not going to be like doing the work yeah. all the time yeah. when you just realize racism happened and i've known it my whole life <laughs> um they say quit complaining uh don't groan whenever i get out of a chair which i don't know what that's about sing more so that was her upgrades and it can be anything for you so a lot of times, you know, we talk about, um, there's an episode when we talk about shitting. And it's more like, I cannot negatively speak to myself just because I want to improve something. Yeah. And so that's an upgrade. I have to be able to, like, be more gracious with myself when I'm trying to improve an area of my life. Yeah. So. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> yeah. 
So, research shows that in order for us to really stick to a habit, we have to believe in our ability to change. And I know, especially at the beginning of the year, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to run up five miles every day. And it's like, (laughs) girl, you can't do that. So, (laughs) um, it has to be small incremental changes. And then we have to believe that we can make that change, you know. I walked my dog kind of briskly today for about a mile. And I was like, okay, I could slowly jog that mile. Yeah. Because I want to be a runner and I could do a 5K. And I'm like, okay, so slowly jog that mile. Have you ever tried? The same mile that you walked today. Have you ever tried Uh, from couch to 5K? Yeah. That was stressing me out too. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't like. Because it's like, run, and then slow down. And then it's like, run, and slow down. So I feel like sorry. <laughs> because I did this mile, I that's just me, though. Like, I think because I did this mile, I can try to, like, not just, well, maybe, like, a little bit more faster than the walk that I did today. Yeah. A really slow jog. Yeah. And finish that. <laughs> and then I'll feel better because I did a mile. Okay. You know? Yeah. No, I so. mean you. Part of making changes is knowing what works best for you, and um. But I I did yeah. when I was running. I that's how I started with the couch to four k. I meant to five k four k couch to five k, mm-hmm. and um. I just like the little timetable they put you on. But yeah, making changes is all about knowing you and knowing what's going to work best for you. Okay. So next up, believing that you're capable of doing something is easiest when you got proof. So, again, we talked about we did kick biting our nails for some time. And you made a relapse, but we had kicked it for some time. So you you can use that proof to push yourself to do the things that you want to do that may scare you because you did do it for some amount of time. Um... And then next up, commit to change, and then conviction will follow. So please pick one and only one habit that you're either eager to cultivate or that you can't wait to drag to occur. Something that would give you a sense of being the person you know you're meant to be, a sense of empowerment, an improved quality of life, a sense of accomplishment. And then before you get too attached to the habit, um, think about the desire driving that's driving you to choose this habit and do your best to make sure you pick the wisest position possible. So um, she talks about she's in the habit of having wine whenever she eats red sauce or steak. But she's also in the habit of being a total panty waste when it comes to drinking these days. I can't relate. <laughs> I can't relate. <laughs> so she toyed with Quitting drinking altogether, but that seemed rather over dramatic considering that she hardly drinks at all. Again, Again I can't, can't relate. relate. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now she just has a tiny little sake cup that she sips her wine out now of. Now that's just stupid. And, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, <why>? <laughs> <laughs> and that little bit allows her to enjoy some wine without being in pain this next morning. And to that I say, get your you know get your life together but um (laughs) aside from that there's other things you can do to like 
make your new habit not that drastic. So, again, I told y'all, like, I'm not drinking during the daytime. <laughs> yeah. So, 5 o'clock, and then it's litty. <laughs> and, you know, that's the, the difference from, you know, pandemic drinking. So, you know, I'm doing a lot better than I used to be. And it's just, like, little small steps to get you to the place that you want to be. So, I'm actually working... <laughs> in the opposite direction not so much day <laughs> drinking because i'm back in the office now but mm-hmm. um so i have really bad acid reflux and one of the things that um the doctor told me was to not drink alcohol really late at night now i actually had gotten really good about not doing that in the past before because we all know mm-hmm. i have sleep issues and truth be mm-hmm. told, alcohol does mess with your sleep. So mm-hmm. I had gotten really good about not drinking past a certain point at night. Um, oh. And I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, I, I don't know what happened to how I let that go. But so now I'm working on getting back to that point. Of course, nice that we record will be a special, <laughs> will be a special circumstance. But other than that, I'm trying to get back to like, if I'm going to have a cocktail, have it as soon as I get home and cut it off at a good time. Like, and I'm talking like six or seven, because he wants me to have like some hours in between laying down and having had alcohol. And mm-hmm. like I said, I used to be really good about that because it does interfere with your sleep. Yeah. And I think part of it with me with being in office is like, I drank majority of the water that I need to drink. Yes. Office. And then I came home. Yes. And bullshit. So now with my schedule, I'm trying to drink majority of the water that I need to drink during the workday. And so then I'm not as dehydrated. Anymore. I drink so <laughs> much water at work. And then when I get home, like on the weekends, I'm embarrassed to tell you how much water I probably actually have on the weekends. Like <laughs> weekends, are, they don't even count. Like I, I probably start. I really do start hydrating like Sunday night, <laughs> so, so I can be functional for Monday morning. But like yeah. Monday through Friday at work, I drink so much water, and then mm-hmm. on the weekends, it's just like who? <laughs> yeah, I have like a huge cup. That would drink yep. two, three. Yep. Uh, during the work yep. day, I left the cup. I need work. to get one for home. <laughs> Maybe that'll help if I get one of those for home. Yeah. So at least now I'm kind of like drinking bottled water. And I'm like, if I drink like three or four a day during the work day, I should be fine. Yeah. But alas. Okay. So next up, connect with emotions that your desire to be this new person calls up. Once you figure out, what your habit is, and like I said, let's start with one habit, and then we'll build from there. Lock into the decision and make it happen by imagining all the details of how achieving this habit will feel. Um, truly um, imagining what what you want to do and what it feels like will get you so much further. Mm-hmm. Um it's so true. So make this journey you're on much bigger than you have it itself. Because it is. Because it is. Step fully into the identity of the person you'll be when you embody this habit and fall in love with who you're becoming. Um, as a human, you have to realize that you're not always going to be who you are in this moment. 
or changing, even like on a physical level. I was listening to something on NPR about how like our cells change and we literally become a new person every seven years. So the notion of self is very (laughs) wishy-washy. But like just realizing that like who you are now is not a static and you're constantly going to be becoming another person that helps you to have grace for yourself as you do become who you really truly want to be so step fully into the identity of the person you'll be when you embody this habit and fall in love with who you're becoming realize that becoming that kind of person who does what you're setting out to do is an act of self-love and respect that forming this habit means you believe in yourself and that you're doing what it takes to give your awesome self everything you desire and deserve so, bringing us back to who this author is, her book is called You're a Badass. <laughs> and I don't know why I could not remember that, but uh, she has different versions of the book. Yeah. Um, her first book is You're a Badass, and there's a lot of things that I've underlined before in her book, and then she has more of like You're a Badass at Making Money. And then her recent book is called Badass Habits, Cultivate the Awareness, Boundaries, and Daily Upgrades You Need to Make Them Stick. So, just wanted to wrap that up um, and remember things that she actually wrote. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anything else you wanted to say? Um, No, just that um, I really like the concept of making a list with um decide exactly <laughs> and you know me i am famous for putting things on the list that i've already done so i could cross it out so uh mm-hmm. <laughs> i like that idea of when i'm making a list of habits that i want to improve i can also include habits that are already pretty good so yeah yeah i like i like i like writing things down too i like i am definitely a visual learner and i like writing things down it helps me so I guess that kind of makes me a kinesthetic learner as well. But still, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I think there's a lot of power in past, present, and future. Seeing stuff that you've done really good in the past, and that really boosts you up for the present. And then once you're boosted up in the present, you can make moves to do really well in the future. So Yeah. That makes me happy. And oh, by the way, this article was from one of my favorite apps, the Shine app, <laughs> <laughs> which I will always tell y'all about because it's really great. So, we're going to move on to our favorite part of the pod to buy you a dream. <laughs> our favorite part of the pod, not just mine, Chris. Sure. <laughs> Do you want to start off buying drinks? Sure. Knocking stuff over. Okay. Um, So today I want to buy a drink for my peers. Um, Going through um, an audit right now and um, different, not, not necessarily coworkers, but peers that I have that work in the same field, but in different places, like, Everybody just kind of swooped in 
and came together. It's like, okay, listen, we're going to get through this and we're going to get through it together. And I just love how, like, because there are not very many black women um, in my field that do what I do. So there are actually there's three of us in my area, but even outside my area, I've met many more. Um, and we just all kind of got off of that zoom meeting and was like, okay, girl, so we're going to help each other out. We, your visit is here. Your visit is here. Your visit is here. And we're just going to get it through together. So I just love that camaraderie. I love black girls looking out for each other and I just want to buy them a drink for being awesome. Well, your drink semi-inspired my drink. So there is a group on Facebook that I super love, and it's called Black Girls Love Trader Joe's, and <laughs> it is such a beautiful space because we all love Trader Joe's. And so I posted a picture out of, because I was like, because the big thing was like, they're like brickies. So this chick posted a picture of brickies and her Tesla with her thigh meat out. And I was like, that's a flex. So I posted mine. But I wasn't trying to eat carbs, so I had a kale chip, but it looks like weed. <laughs> so everybody's like, I thought that's what you post. I'm like, no, it's just a kale chip. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell y'all, but they're just like a hilarious group. And they have a lot of like recommendations and it's a really great book. I mean, group. And it's like 12,000 of us. And so it's, they're like hilarious. Like there's one girl that was like, yeah. I saw two black girls in Trader Joe's, so I rolled up to one. I was like, do you know that group? <laughs> and she's like, what group? And then she rolled up to somebody else again. And she's like, do you know that group? And she's like, I don't know what that is. And she ran away. <laughs> she does weird when you whisper about things to people in public. But um, yeah, so that's my drink is the black girls who love Trader Joe's. Yay. And I sent my friend um, an, a, a condo that I liked. And she was like, that's really close to Trader Joe's. And I'm like, listen, I don't need you to force me to break my lease to buy a house so close to Trader Joe's. <laughs> but now I know the area that I need to be to be close to Trader Joe's. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to go look at a map and find out where all the Trader Joe's are. And figure out where I need to move. Perfect. So that I can be close. Perfect. <laughs> so, Dillian, why so. don't you tell everybody how they can talk to us? Alrighty. So, we are on the Instagram as Poor Life Decision. One decision because they try to change them one at a time. Sometimes we have to loop back. But <laughs> it's still one at a time. Um, it's also the name of our Etsy shop. Again, all one word. We're also on Twitter as PLD Pod. Um, usually we tweet shows, but honestly, WandaVision is hard. I just gotta pay attention and I gotta watch it like two more times to make sure I caught everything. Yeah. So we definitely won't be tweeting that, but you know, maybe if other shows come along, <laughs> we'll tweet it. Otherwise, you can just hear about my daily poor life decisions because I definitely put it there. Um, you can also email us at hello at poorlifedecision.com. Please tell us about what you want to talk about. We're definitely a pod for the people. And so we would love to talk about the things that you care about. Amen. 
Um, and we just also want to remind you to do that skincare routine. We've talked about water on tonight's show. Drink your water. Wear your sunscreen. Um, what else? Be good to each other and be good to Scrubs, yourself. Peels. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, so um, yeah. yeah, and that was I was about to say something else. Oh, take you a bubble bath. <laughs> bubble bath. Sometimes that's all you need to feel better. <laughs> it's all important. Yeah. All right. And bye, black owned. That's all we got. Bye. All right. Bye. <laughs> that my best friend. She a real bad bitch. Got her own money. She don't need no nigg on the dance floor. She had two, three drinks. Now she twerking. She throw it out and come back in. That's my best friend. She a real bad bitch. Drive her own car. She don't need no lift in a strip club. No, my girl gone tip. Now she twerking. She throw it out and come back in. Beep, beep. Is that my bestie in a test?